It is that time again, y'all. I hope you're ready for another episode of Nation Live. This is the show where you get to ask me anything you want. I just muted my mic. <laughs> this is where you get to ask me anything you want about how to advance your career, how to grow your business. It's Nez Nation Live, y'all, so make sure you come on back. Hello, hello, welcome everybody. I hope you're doing really, really well. Good to see you guys. Come on in, come on in. It is Nez Nation Live. Great to see you. Come on in. And by the way, guys, um, you know, it would really, really mean a lot to me if you could share this out. <laughs> I was running a little bit late today. I apologize. I had some family stuff come up, but everything's okay. Everything's good. We're here. We're live. I'm so, so excited to talk to you about everything that's been going on, and let me know if I'm coming in uh, really quickly. Let me know if uh, how, how we're coming in. I see a lot of people jumping in right now. If you're new to this show, this is the show where we go live every single Sunday, and I answer any question you want about business, branding, how to start and scale an online business, how to advance your career, how to get your message right, how to get your mindset right. Uh, it's really, really important that uh, I try to give you as much value as possible. And so I'm here, and it looks like the picture is a little bit darker than usual. I don't know why that is. Let's kind of see if I can go in here. So uh, I have a question too, by the way. I have a question that I'm going to be answering um, from somebody that I met on Clubhouse. Who uh, I, I don't know about you guys, but I have a video coming out again. I have another video coming out on Clubhouse, and also um, I do have a video currently where I talk about Clubhouse and the power uh, of Clubhouse. Um, but uh, you know, I just uh, I would love to hear your thoughts too. If anybody in the chat is on Clubhouse right now, let me know because that I'm calling it literally the atomic bomb uh, on social media, the atomic bomb that has just been dropped on social media, and it's just absolutely taking the world by storm. And, uh, you know, there's some pros and cons, though. Uh, and, and I'm happy to talk about that if you want to. But there definitely are some pros and there definitely are some cons. And uh, I'm happy to discuss that. And so I want to just say hello to Josephine. Tom Nash in the house. Good to see you, Tom Nash. And is that Luis I see? Luis, are you here, Mr. Camera Junkie? Good to see you. Dexter in the house. Good to see you, Dexter. By the way, Dexter is a member here on Nez Nation. If you want to become a member and get live perks doing membership-only live stream, it's essentially group coaching, make sure you hit that join button down below. Is that Charlie Dog? It looks like we got Charlie Dog in the house. How you doing, Charlie Dog? Yeah, I... um. I uh, I have just been uh, really blown away by the power of this new app. Uh, it's just been really, really uh, amazing to see how this app has really kind of taken the world by storm. And, you know, I talk about this and I've got a new video that's coming out 
that uh, I'm going to really talk in depth about uh, a Clubhouse and if you should be on it. I'm really proud of it, too. I think it's got a really, really good thumbnail. And so make sure you click subscribe on my YouTube channel. Make sure that you uh, hit those notifications because uh, I'm going to talk in depth uh, in a video that I'm probably going to either drop tonight or tomorrow morning. How many people want to see that video drop tonight? Give me a hashtag tonight in the chat. Uh, or or give me a oh connect with me Tom you got to connect with me man I've been on there for six days straight it's ridiculous it's just absolutely ridiculous just click on search <clears throat> there's a little search button and that goes for everybody just click that little search button on the app and then you should be able to uh, you should be able to follow me um, <clears throat> but yeah I'm thinking about dropping it tonight like when I say tonight like maybe 3 p.m. Pacific time which is my time which would be 6 p.m. your time. And I literally go through all the pros, all the cons. If you're wondering at all, especially for you, Joseph, if you're wondering at all, is this the app for me? I go through everything because there's definitely some good and bad. And I've really been dissecting this and I researched this video thoroughly and I'm going to drop that. Uh, looks like I'm getting a lot of tonight. So maybe I'll drop it tonight. I have no problem. I'm not even done editing it yet. Um, but I'll finish editing it today. I got another client meeting today, but I should finish it within the next couple of hours. Um, it's really just a talking head uh, video. But um, anyway, without further ado, so good to see you. Silver Fox in the house. Yes, make sure as you're coming in, you smash that smash button. I would really, really appreciate that. Yeah, Joseph. Joseph is Dexter Media. Dexter Media, Joseph, who is just an awesome member of the Nez Nation family. So good to see you guys. So this comes from Maya on Instagram. And so, and also, by the way, if you pay attention to the community tab, y'all, uh, when I post the, uh, you know, the kind of promotion or not the promotion, but just letting people know that I'm going to be going live soon, you can also leave questions there or DM me on Instagram. You can DM me on Instagram questions ahead of the show. And so, uh, Maya, if you're out there, this is for you. Uh, and so Maya asks me, um, and I'm going to give you your, your Instagram handle too. I am Maya Rivers. So Maya asks, um, this is her question. And by the way, if you have any questions, leave them in the comments down below. So she says, how do you build your email list through YouTube? What method do you use? Okay, so this is a great question. This is a great question. And again, if you have any questions, leave them in the chat down below. I'm happy to answer them all. Okay, so Maya, this is for you. So the best way to build your email list using YouTube, I think, is first and foremost, you've got to really make sure that your videos are attracting the right kind of people. Uh, make sure that your videos are 1 billion percent optimized to the viewer, to your audience. Uh, because, you know, before, and I've got a, another, you know, so that's step one. Okay, we're talking titles, tags, thumbnails, and really, really providing unceasing, unselfish value. And then number two is you've got to have a really powerful call to action where you literally say, like, for example, I've got a pinned comment Hey, a curious streamer in the house. How are you? Good to see you, Channel 2 Radio. Fantastic. But uh, it's trolling time. There he is, Tom Willis, our resident celebrity troll. He's not a troll, really. He's a good friend. Um, but here's what you do, okay? Uh, uh, Maya, this is for you. So the, the best thing that you can do when it comes to... Uh, the best thing that you can do when it comes to 
really making sure that um, you know you want to get build up your email list is you want to first provide that value, then have a strong CTA call to action. Let them know that you have a link in your description, okay, of your YouTube video that sends them over to your email list. But you can't just say, hey, join my email list. What's in it for them? Why should they join your email list? And I'll give you an example. I'll do it right now in front of everybody. Here's how I, here's how I, uh, you know, get people to go onto my email list. So I always say that if you never want to worry again about missing a video, missing a live stream, if you want to get the best content that will help you earn more, grow faster, and stress less, delivered right to your inbox, it may behoove you, it may benefit you to join our list. So notice what I'm doing there. This is really, really important. And actually, this is how you run a business, right? This is how you, this is how you do anything, right? So you, you want to make sure that you don't make it about you because, of course, we as business owners, as, as brands, as content creators, we want to build our email list, but you have to make it about them. What's in it for them? Why should they join your email list? So don't do that in the beginning, okay? I see a lot of creators do this. They have their call to action in the beginning. You've got to overwhelm them with amazing, amazing value, whatever that video is. And then at the end, that's when you can kind of funnel them over to your list. Now, one thing I will say, and I know a lot of people can back me up on this in the chat. One thing I will say that YouTube frowns upon is that YouTube um, is not a big fan of sending people off the platform. So you got to be really careful with that. Now we talk a lot about affiliate income. You can make great affiliate income on YouTube. You can uh, actually do, uh, you know, let me see if I can, I'm really kind of, uh, I'm really kind of bummed on what's going on here with my, let me see if I can kind of, for some reason, this, uh, this thing is just not, it's just not, yeah, let me just get a little bit more brighter there on the on the webcam here. Okay. Um, so, so, uh, you know, what, what's really important is, is that, um, so you got to make sure that you're, you're walking a tricky tightrope when it comes to, uh, when it comes to links in the description, technically, according to YouTube guidelines, uh, sending people away from YouTube is actually frowned upon. But then how do you, how do all these people earn affiliate income? I mean, you still can do it, but you just want to, you don't want to have a million links in your description. You want to really have it balanced out. And what I do, and I think this helps, even though it's never been officially mentioned, what I do that I think really, really helps is I always put YouTube videos first in my description. So I'll have like, hey, check out more videos like this. So I tell YouTube, I'm thinking about you first. So YouTube gets first billing. Then I'll have my Amazon affiliates. Then I'll have my email list, etc. cetera. Uh, and so uh, really that's, that's the best way that I build my email list uh, uh, on my YouTube channel. Because here's something you might want to mention. And this is a nice little kind of uh, not selling point, but just a, a talking point in your video when you do your call to action. And that is... Um, you know, let your audience know that, uh, you know, let your audience know that, uh, you know, they're not going to always get the notification. Even if you click subscribe on my channel, even if you click the bell notification, 
It's true. Tell me how many people got the notification uh, that are here in the chat right now. Type in a one if you got a notification in the chat. Type in a two if you didn't get it. You just happened to find me on the homepage or browse page, or maybe you uh, saw me promoted on Instagram or Twitter. Give me a one if you actually got the uh, notification. Okay, it looks like a curious streamer got it on Twitch. Fantastic. Very good. Okay, yeah, so... You know, when I look at my analytics, when I, oh, you're so sweet, Josephine. Josephine says, how come there aren't more people here? Because they're probably on Clubhouse. <laughs> That's probably why. I mean, this app has taken over. This app has 1 billion percent. It's so good to see you, Luis. Luis has an amazing channel, by the way. Go check out Luis. Luis is somebody who I developed an awesome connection with. Big fist bump to you, Luis. Luis is somebody who I met on uh, on Clubhouse, and I've just been blown away by his knowledge, his energy. He's just super, super intelligent, articulate. Uh, we've been involved in some of the s- same rooms. I've been honored to be a part of his rooms. <clears throat> Luis, you rock, man. I'm so happy to see you here. Okay, Dexter says two for some reason. See, and Dexter is a actual like member of my channel, and he's been strong part of the Nez Nation family for a long, long time. So this is what I'm talking about. Use that as a selling point. As a matter of fact, I'm going to try to sell you guys on joining my email list right now. It's in the pinned comment on uh, on my uh, on YouTube. So Maya, check this out. If you dig what I give you, if you get value from my content and you want to get more, because I give you so much more if you join my email list, and also, <clears throat> I don't email you every day like a lot of people do. I mean, some of these email lists I subscribe to, they email you every single day. And so uh, I don't do that. I'm very, very uh, you know, careful not to email you all the time and just bombard your inbox. But when I do, it's absolute gold. So consider hitting that pinned comment and, and putting your email in there and joining my email list so you don't miss anything. So you get everything you need on how to grow faster, how to earn more money, how to build your presence, craft your story, do what you love, get yourself out of your own way. All of that delivered to your inbox for free. Yeah, that's true. But you know what? Email is, um, I'm telling you right now, this is a good point right here. Uh, 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 Tom says email a lot and people see spam. Absolutely. But you know, one thing I want to be very careful not to say, hey, BB, good to see you. What is gone? Tell me what's gone. Uh, oh, thank you so much, Dexter. Dexter says, best newsletter that hits my inbox. Love it, Dexter. You're the man. Luis is in the house. We got Luis from Tech for Your Needs. Good to see you, Luis. Uh, make sure you smash that smash button. <sighs> you know, a lot of people keep saying email marketing is dead. A lot of people keep saying, um, no, man, email, it's not, email's not where it's at. Forget email. Um, they are dead wrong. They are dead wrong. And so uh, don't listen to that. Don't, uh, email is still a, one of the most viable. I think it's one of the keys to really having ownership over your audience. I've said this in some of the clubhouse rooms. Uh, and so whoever says email marketing is dead, um, I would strongly, uh, really examine that for yourself and question that. Okay. So Maya, I hope that helped you. <clears throat> I hope that brought a lot of value to all you guys. Lucy is in the house. Good to see you, Lucy. Make sure you smash that like button, hit that smasher. Okay, Dexter Media had a question. And by the way, leave your questions in the comments down below. If you're just joining us right now, you're watching Office Hours with yours truly. Uh, I am your personal branding coach, executive career coach, online business strategist. We go live 
every single Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. This is office hours. And by the way, if you didn't, you know, so just to give you a, a quick kind of... Um, just to give you like a quick kind of overview, and, and, and Dexter, I'm going to put your question up uh, right now, Joseph. But um, just to give you kind of a quick overview, we have two we have two kind of formats for our live stream podcast. And yes, it is a podcast, so it's like having the best branding and business university in your eardrum. So make sure you go and subscribe to our podcast, number one rated personal branding podcast. We have over 110, 112, five plus five star reviews. So go check out our podcast. I'll leave links in the description. But if you're on Apple and Spotify, just search Professor Nez. You see this uh, logo, subscribe to our podcast because the Daryl Eves interview just published uh, a couple days ago on our podcast. He was the first interview guest that we had in 2021. And I'm telling you right now, I watched it the other day late at night after my kids went to bed and I was literally taking notes. He was dropping insane liquid hot magma. I mean, liquid hot magma wisdom bombs. Uh, uh, that was a lot. That was a mouthful, <laughs> but like literally I, I couldn't believe the information that he was sharing about how to grow your YouTube channel in 2021. So Make sure you go listen to the podcast because it's up. It's the latest episode. It is straight up fire. I mean, straight up fire. Okay, Dexter. Dexter says, maybe this will be addressed. Can you use Clubhouse as a profit tool for me? Can I use... Uh, okay, so I'm going to dissect soon, but it can be used for a tool for... Pro okay, so this is exactly what I talk about in my video. It's exactly what I talk about in my video. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Silver Fox. Good to see George Fisher. George Fisher in the house. Good to see you, man. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so so a couple of things about Clubhouse. And this isn't why I did it at all. I did it because being around people like Luis and being around people like, uh, you know, uh, uh, everybody in this room, uh, you know, it, it was really about connections. And, and this app is just... It's, it's all about, you know, things, things have a lot to do with timing. One of my favorite quotes is from Thomas Jefferson, and he says, I am a big believer in luck, and it usually comes, the more I get more lucky, the harder I work. And so uh, this is really, really important. The timing of this app is absolute perfection. The timing of this app is absolute perfection. Um, it couldn't have come at a more apt time because, no pun intended, <laughs> Because um, literally, I'm not even kidding you guys, um, you know, and you can feel this too. There is a hunger for connection. There is, people are starving for connection right now. Uh, and so this is one of the reasons why I, I, I go live every Sunday is because I want to connect with my, my, my peeps, my Nez Nation family, bringing more humanness to this digitalness. And so uh, you have to say it like that. It's got to have a little spice. <laughs> But, uh, you know, this app, uh, it really promotes that connection and relationship building. And it's just been so much fun. It's been so much. I mean, Mr. Beast uh, was dropping uh, knowledge on, on, on YouTube. Gary Vaynerchuk is in there. Um, these amazing multi eight figure, nine figure YouTubers like Preston and Collins Key and what's inside are dropping knowledge in there. I'm still I'm still waiting for Marquez Brownlee, MKBHD, because I know he's going to he's going to have to. There's no way he's not hearing about Clubhouse. And he's not on Clubhouse yet, but I know there's going to be a room. I am making this prediction right now. 
I think Marquez Brownlee is going to be in a room and it's going to break the app. I think it will literally break the app because he'll probably have Casey Neistat in there or something like that or Ninja. He'll probably have a couple of people in that room and it's you're not going to even be able to get into it. You won't be able to get into the room because the room will literally break the server. There's going to be so many people trying to get into that room. And if you're first in there, if you're a first opt-inner, holy mackerel, you're going to be in for the ride of your life because you're literally going to get million-dollar advice for free. So that's one. Number two, Dexter, to answer your question more directly, I've heard rumblings from the founders that they're thinking about adding a donate button on Clubhouse which is, you know, something that you can, I don't, I don't know if that's a good idea. I see some people post their Stripe account or their Venmo handle or their PayPal handle. I'm not sure if that's a good idea either, but you know, why not? If people want to donate, if they're getting a ton of value, but I'll tell you this, here's the best way to monetize the app. And that's this. And I've actually accrued four or five clients brand new. I'm telling you right now. And I say this in the video, you know, and I had zero intention of this. I just wanted to go connect with creators and do be as helpful and informative. And because I love helping people, I love inspiring people. That's another reason why I'm here. And I appreciate you guys right now. And so uh, I actually think, you know what, Luis? Um, you know what? Uh, no, you know what? That's going to change. L NLTMW, uh, never let the machine win. I love that name of your channel, brother. Cool. I'm going to check out your channel after this. Mere mortals, anyone on Android can't get in. That's got to change. And right now you do have to have iOS. But I'm telling you, that's got to change. Uh, Luis says, Mr. Beast tried and it didn't break. I actually think, Luis, and I know this is a bold prediction. You may not believe me. But I actually think that um, if Marquez gets on there, I think it's going to break. I really, truly do. Uh, as popular as Mr. Beast is, I think his audience, Mr. Beast's audience, is more of the younger Gen Z kind of audience. You know, it's more of a younger audience. I mean, my kids love Mr. Beast and they're nine and eight. Uh, I'm not saying that he doesn't appeal to people older than that. He does. But I think Marquez has, I really think he appeals to creators mostly and people of all ages. I really think he does from young to old, especially maybe people my age, because I don't make a purchase and I'm an Apple dude. I'm a Mac dude. I don't make a purchase until I watch him review it first. I literally don't. I mean, if he doesn't give an okay on the review or somebody like him, I mean, there's a couple other tech YouTubers that I love. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, 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 Mr. Camera Junkie, uh, Luis, but you're a tech channel as well, correct? Leave that in the chat. Let me know. Um, go go subscribe to Luis's channel. Luis is just phenomenal. He's doing great work. Um, but yeah, they're gonna they're gonna actually change. Uh, they're gonna actually change. They have to change that. There's no way because they're cutting out so much audience. There's no way they're gonna make this just for iOS. So the developers have got to be working on this probably right now as we speak. So so Joseph, here's how I've monetized it without even trying to monetize it, just by going into the rooms and literally just being 100% capital R real, I've, my Instagram has grown 50%. I mean, not 50%, but it feels like that. My Twitter following has grown. My subscribers have grown. And I've got my DMs literally have increased by 1,000%. The DMs I'm getting on Instagram of people saying, I want to connect, of people saying, can I hire you? I've literally accrued five new clients in the last week. And I've only been on the app for maybe... 
uh, I've only been on the app for maybe uh, 10 days. If I, if I really want to, you know, seriously, I, I was nominated or whatever, invited uh, uh, three, four weeks ago. But when I first went on the app, I didn't like it because it just felt like everybody was praising each other and talking over each other. And it just seemed like a big ego fest. But then I found the right rooms. Luis was in that room. Luis was in that room. I found the right room. We're talking about Clubhouse Gaging Gadgets, probably what I'm calling the atomic bomb that has dropped on social media. And so without trying to monetize, Joseph, I mean, I've, you know, I told my wife this because my wife gives me dirty looks all the time. She's like, dude, you're on that app 24-7. I go, I know. I apologize, sweetie. It's not... I'm not even, you know, and I, I've lately I've been trying to, to kind of scale back the addictiveness of it because I know everybody right now, everybody right now is feeling that FOMO and that addictiveness, right? And so, uh, you know, I was even thinking of doing maybe, um, I was even thinking of doing, you know, a live kind of just adding Clubhouse to this live show, but I, I, I don't want to do that. I don't think that's the right thing to do. I've seen other people do that. And Clubhouse is meant for conversation, not just another platform to promote. It's just, it's meant for conversation. Uh, and so, um, yeah, Luis and Luis, you guys, uh, Luis has been me since the Periscope days, 2015. Uh, and Luis Vega is a new connection, which I, I just freaking love this guy. Uh, fantastic. I love Josephine. I love me. I love all you guys. It's just fantastic to see you guys. But lately on the app, I've been building new connections and I, I, I think you can too. Uh, and so, uh, I hope that helps Joseph. Um, it's really, to be honest with you, it's the same thing with anything, right? Um, it's the same thing with building any kind of revenue stream is it has to be something that serves and delivers to whomever you're trying to reach. Um, and it should be a win-win situation, which is what, how I kind of, this is how I kind of frame affiliate marketing too, is, you know, affiliate marketing is literally you getting money from a product that maybe you don't even own uh, because you vouch for it and your audience clicks on that link and you get a commission, right? Well, it should be a win-win situation. Why? Because it should be a product or service or whatever that you stand by that aligns with your brand and aligns with your principles. And by you vouching for that, you're actually helping your audience say, Hey, I'm going to save you some time instead of searching for a podcast, Mike, instead of going all over the place and figuring out what is the best, you know, camera or what is the best gear or what is the best, whatever cooking utensil here. I use this camera. I use this cooking utensil, etc., And I'll leave a link in the description. It should be a win-win situation, right? So the reason I'm bringing up that example is it's the same thing with building a business. It's the same thing with sales. Everybody f gets worried and freaks out when you hear the word sale and selling. You have to sell to have a business. You have to have customers and clients to have a business. You have to have traffic and you have to have conversion. You have to have a great offer, but it should be a win-win. What do I mean by that? You need to believe in that product more than anybody on the planet. And if you express and offer that product, your audience is going to feel that you really stand behind that product or service. And it's a win-win for them because it's something they need. If you believe in the product or service, you're able to express why you believe in that product and service and convert people who need that 
to solve whatever problem they have. Whatever product or service that you issue or that you produce is a beautiful solution to their problem. That's win-win. You get business, you can sustain yourself, and they get something that helps them with their problem. Does that make sense? Let me know if that makes sense. Thank you, Scully. Scully House of Thrillers. So Scully says, loved your video on Clubhouse. So I have one video right now. Thank you, Scully. It's great to see you, man. And you want to talk about another great creator. See, this is what I love about the Nez Nation family. You don't just get me, y'all. You don't just get me who's been in the online game for two decades. You don't just get me who eats, sleeps, and breathes and obsesses over creating content that helps inspire you. You don't just get that. Uh, I literally, from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep, I obsess over what is it that I can create that can help and inspire my audience. What is it? Oh, here comes the sneeze. Okay, let me see the hashtags. (laughs) Snez Nation. I never sneeze until I go live. It's like literally, I need to have that emoji. Dexter, have you tried the new emojis? There's a couple new emojis on there for members only. Uh, I would love for you to try it so I can see what it looks like. But, uh, ooh, that was one of those sneezes that kind of hurts your whole body. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But for some reason, every time I go live, where's Sweeney? (laughs) We need Sweeney here. Every time I go live, I have to sneeze. Um, but yeah, thank you, Scully. So that was a video that I did. Um, uh, I can't remember. It was a couple of days ago, but I've got a brand new elbow cuff (laughs) two times. (laughs) That was a video that I did. That was a video that I did. Oh, love it, Dexter. Yes. Those are the, those are the emojis. Yeah. Those are the new emojis. I love it. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, they look so good. I'm looking at them right now. They look so good. For some reason on StreamYard, they don't like translate when I bring them up on StreamYard. But if you go on YouTube, it looks really, really cool. Thank you so much, Dexter. You're the man, Dexter. I'm so I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. And I have I have a special offer for you, Dexter, being my first member. Uh, I have a, a special, special offer for you. So DM me on Instagram. I'll tell you what that is. But um, so I've got a new video coming out too, Scully. Scully, I've got a new video coming out. Um, where I kind of talk about the pros and cons because there's definitely cons. Everybody's talking about how great it is. I'm not sure how many people are talking about the negatives of Clubhouse. And so if you have FOMO over this app, I'm going to quench your thirst. Uh, I'm going to quench your FOMO uh, uh, with this video and I'm going to drop it. I've already decided I'm going to drop it today. I'm going to drop it today. I don't care. I'm going to drop it today. Um, probably two or 3 PM my time, Pacific time, which would be six, 6 PM Eastern time. I'm going to drop it today. Why? Because I just feel like it. And so, uh, yeah, super sneezer. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. My sneezes kind of wake up the neighborhood. So that's why I mute it. Uh, you guys don't need to hear that. Uh, it's kind of a loud bassy, uh, sneeze. And so, um, yeah, so you should check that video out. It's going to drop tonight. Uh, I think it's one of my best videos on kind of this versus that explaining kind of an app, almost like it's not a tutorial on how to use it. It's literally my reaction to and my sort of analysis of the app and, and what it does. So, so yeah, yeah, that's one of them right there. Yeah, Scully, it's definitely a time suck. That's for sure. 
Yeah, Josephine says, I already saw Fast Trackers on Clubhouse. Yeah, see, those guys are everywhere, right? Like the, the kind of follow for follow, sub for sub. I don't get that at all. These are the people who really believe in vanity metrics. And, uh, you know, it's not about that. I don't care if I have 50 followers. I don't care if I have 100,000 followers on that app. It's about the. It's not about that. It's about the connections. It's about the people. It's about Josephine. It's about Luis. It's about Dexter. It's about Scully. It's about, you know, everybody who, you know, comes and checks out and hangs out and learns and inspires. It's about inspiration. That's what it's really about. Uh, and so does anybody else have any other questions too? Please leave your questions uh, down below. If you're just joining us, uh, you are watching Office Hours with yours truly. Um, it's a brand new year. It's a brand new month. We go live every Sunday, office hours, 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you hit that notification. Make sure you subscribe. And then we also have, we also bring on um, guests, okay, for you guys, experts in their field. And uh, uh, we had just an amazing guest uh, who I call the YouTube master, Daryl Eves, was on our show very recently. Um, and that has already gone up on the podcast. You can also watch the replay on YouTube as well, but, uh, I highly recommend that you check out, um, uh, the podcast episode because you can just, you know, listen to it and, you know, it's much more convenient because, uh, and you, you really want to listen carefully and not even be, um, distracted by any of the visuals because, um, he literally breaks down the YouTube formula. If anybody here, if anybody here is serious about YouTube growth, you have to listen to that episode. And I couldn't be more grateful. Daryl, if you're watching, I couldn't be more grateful for him coming on the show and being our first interview guest on the Nez Nation live stream podcast <clears throat> for 2021. Just super, super stoked. And we've got a lot of great guests coming too, by the way. We've got a lot of great guests coming. So you want to make sure you subscribe. You want to make sure you hit that bell notification. It's super, super important. Just Sampson in the house. How are you doing, Just Sampson? Great to see you, sir. Hope everything's great over in um, Tribuco Canyon. Uh, you're in Santa Ana. Uh, you're in uh, Anaheim Hills, correct? I'm probably getting that wrong. I apologize, but you're not that far from me. Um, and so it's great to see you, Just Sampson. I came in just before the clubhouse segment. What molten info were you talking about? <laughs> uh, I was um, talking, I think I was talking about uh, what Daryl Eves was dropping when I was talking about the liquid hot magma uh, on the show. But, um, you know, that's what I was referring to. Uh, but yeah, um, everybody's talking about clubhouse and clubhouse is something that is taking over the world. It's the, it's taking over the, the entire social media world. And so Yorba Linda. Okay. Thank you so much, Just Sampson. Fantastic. Fantastic. That's great. Um, and so it's, yeah, look at this. Luis says he, he listened to it live. Watch the replay. Dude, I watched the replay like four times. My wife is like, why are you watching your own show? And I'm like, because I, you know, you have to rewind because Daryl goes really fast and Daryl, uh, he just has such amazing info. And so I'm like, I'm like, my head is totally twisted now because, you know, especially the part he talks about SEO and search 
and he almost denigrates people who are like quote unquote optimizers. Um, when he, he kind of debunks the myth that, that YouTube is all about YouTube search and you should only optimize for keywords and things like that. And he does it in a real way. He does it in a very powerful way. And so, um, I'm just, I, I watched that replay already two to three times. If you have any questions, uh, about YouTube, feel free to ask me because, uh, you know, I have been obsessing, studying, uh, eat, sleep and breathing YouTube, uh, especially for the whole entire year of 2020, but I've been on YouTube since 2016, really didn't take it seriously till probably 2018. And my growth has just skyrocketed. Uh, and I know I'm going to get to, I'm going to get to 10,000 subs in less than a couple of months, probably by May, I'll get to 10,000 subs. Uh, and then I'm hoping to double that by the end of the year. I'd love to get to 20,000 subs, uh, by the end of the year. And it's not about subs, but it's about reaching more people, inspiring more people and that growth. And I'm, I'm obsessed with that. Uh, and so, uh, it's really, really fun. And, and if you have any questions at all about YouTube, please let me know. Darlene on LinkedIn. Good to see you, Darlene. Fantastic. I didn't want to see you go. Okay. Luis has a question about YouTube. Sounds like, oh, I love this. If you have any questions about YouTube, I'm your man. So Luis says, if you do your call to action at the end of the video, how can you keep the viewer long enough to pitch it? Oh yeah, this is it. Well, this is what Daryl talks about. This is a great question, Luis. This is what Daryl talks about. He says, instead of worrying about SEO and search, it's all about the content. It's all about the content, which is title, thumbnail, right? And the video. So having audience retention strategies are super, super important. So you need to always be thinking in your editing and your shooting, especially in your editing, how can I keep the viewer longer? As a matter of fact, let me take that back. Not especially in the editing. Even before you hit record, you need to, I think, think of a strategy, think of a plan on how you can keep them longer. So I'll give you an example of how I do that. And I'm always dissecting retention, uh, audience retention strategies, because the two biggest metrics on YouTube that you need to worry about, the two biggest that YouTube cares about is CTR, click-through rate, and average view duration. That's how you get on suggested. That's how you get on recommended. And Daryl says that 75% of views on YouTube come from browse features, home features, or, you know, subscription feed, etc. What does that tell you? That tells you that what, what YouTube follows is viewer behavior patterns. Okay. And so if you're creating videos that people want to see and people watch for a very, very long time, YouTube goes, okay, we're going to include this guy's channel into their viewing behavior patterns. So you're going to get pushed to their home feed. You're going to get pushed to recommended, suggested. And then what he was saying is if you do a good job of getting onto those two or three traffic sources, they don't need to search. This is what's so, it's like profound. And he's literally saying that's the key to growth. And this guy has what, like 15 gold play buttons, a hundred silver play buttons. He has 50 plus billion views. He's helped channels get to 50 plus billion views. I mean, he's, he's saying, he's saying he's, uh, you know, Mr. Beast's uh, coach, YouTube coach. Um, that says it all right there. Uh, and so he's, he's basically saying that you, 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 you need to worry about creating amazing content that people want to watch. And so, and so you, in order to make sure that they're there at the end for your CTA, 
You need to figure out, you literally need to dissect Luis and everybody watching. Who is your audience? How, what interest, like get really deep. What are their interests? What are they feeling? What are they going through? What do they need? What are their problems? What are their challenges? Not just demographic, like age, income, etc., ethnicity, but like psychographic stuff, like their hobbies, what they love, what they hate, what they are interested in, etc. And so um, that's what he was saying. And, and, and you know, I, I think I've been doing it wrong for a long time. I mean, not I, I knew what Daryl was talking about uh, before he came on the show. But when the first couple of years I was on YouTube and I told him this on the show, because I know Luis watched it too. Viewer retention is everything. Viewer retention is absolutely everything. Absolutely uh, true. So what I was telling him, uh, what I was telling you guys too, was that, you know, from 2016 to basically 2018, maybe even into 2019, I was just kind of SEOing the crap out of everything. Keyword, keyword, uh, and, and just slapping it up there. And I was doing way too much long form content. Um, and I wasn't doing as much short form content. And I would say that, uh, you know, because YouTube has implemented shorts and Daryl says that, you know, YouTube is petrified of, uh, of, um, uh, TikTok. I apologize. TikTok, um, that short form content is really going to be big in 2021. But he also said that live streaming YouTube live is getting a big push, uh, you know, that actually YouTube has contracted creators uh, and, and given them like eight figure deals to to really push YouTube live and gaming. YouTube gaming is getting big. And so to answer your question in short, Luis, uh, it's really important when you're shooting your video. So I'm just going to give you an example. Here's an example. So when I do like a top 10, you know, remote jobs that you can do from home. What I'll usually do in the beginning of the video is I will really make sure that a the hook is strong. B, I don't waste time talking about myself because nobody cares. Uh, C, I don't waste time with CTAs and telling them who I am. I used to do this. I used to start every video. I'm Professor Nez. I'm this. I'm that. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. They want to get to the content. Get to the content really quick. And then the retention strategies that I've been implementing is saying things in the video like, make sure you stick around to the end because I've got a bonus. Make sure you stick around to the end. The video that I'm going to publish today is a perfect example of retention strategies, um, Luis, because I talk about, I literally say these are the pros and cons of Clubhouse and then wait till the end, stick around to the end because I'm going to give you my personal opinion, my assessment data backed and researched of whether or not you should be on this app. So that gives the end user, the viewer, the impression that, hey, he's going to give me a lot of valuable information, but I want to really make sure I get to the end. Building that tension is really important for, for retention strategy. Um, storytelling, where you have a climax at the end of your video. I know a lot of you guys do, um, maybe not how-to, but a lot of people do vlogs, family channels, uh, storytelling, cinematic stuff too. Um, building that tension. It's the storytelling arc, right? The rising action. And then you have that climactic moment and then things kind of resolve. It's the same thing with your YouTube video. So building that tension, like, hey, I'm going to get to something really, really good. Make sure you stick around. But also just on a simple thing, Luis, just make sure that every minute, every second of your video is catered to your audience. And I mean that every, literally every millisecond needs to be dedicated 
to your audience's behavior pattern and what they're into and serving them. No self-promotion, nothing uh, that, that doesn't, you know, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm doing this live. And so I go off on tangents all the time, right? You can't do that in a video live. You can kind of get away with that. You know, at times, even though I try not to do it too much, um, you know, live, you can kind of get away with a lot of imperfection, not in your, not in your pre-recorded content, especially if you want to grow. And so Daryl Eve says that, Professor Ness, is the key to growth. They got to click. I don't care how good your video is. If they don't click, it doesn't matter. You could be Steven Spielberg. You could be Martin Scorsese. If they don't click, it doesn't matter. You got to win the click. But then what do you do with it once you win the click? You've got to deliver on the promise that your title and thumbnail uh, expressed. And then that's where you get into the nitty gritty, really being economical. This is something I'd like to say. Be economical with your video. Uh, less is more. Um, and don't make it about yourself. Make it all about them. And it's, it's a constant struggle, by the way, Luis. I'm still struggling. I feel like I'm one of the best communicators on planet Earth. I'm not saying that narcissistically. Honestly, I'm not saying that with ego. I believe in myself. I have the audacity to believe in myself. I mean, I still teach business communications at some of the top universities in the world. Um, I eat, sleep, and breathe language. Uh, I'm an author. Uh, so communication is my thing. And let me just kind of, let me just curb my narcissism for a second. There's a lot of things I'm bad at. There's a ton of things I'm bad at. And I admit that. But when it comes to this, when it comes to communication, I feel like I'm one of the best on the planet, if not the best. Um, and, and I'm even telling you that I struggle every single day. Um, you know, there's this new Tiger Woods uh, documentary on HBO. And, uh, you know, it was really, really interesting. Um, oh, great to see you. Great to see you, Scully. Thank you so much. It, it's really, really great to see you. Thank you for being here, brother. Uh, thank you so much, Samson. Really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, I, uh, I actually, uh, was watching this, a little bit of this documentary last night and, you know, Tiger, you all know Tiger Woods and whether you like him or not, uh, I, I'm not here to, you know, my wife hates him by the way, if, if that helps, um, you know, he, she can't stand him because of the scandal and everything. And, and rightfully so I, I respect everybody's opinion. Um, I wasn't watching it because of that. I was watching it because of his study and his scientific method of becoming the best golfer in the world. One of the things that was so interesting, and I think that is a big takeaway for, for YouTubers and anybody creating content, is that, you know, people would criticize him and say, Tiger, you know, you're practicing way too much. You're going to burn out. Like, you've got literally the perfect golf swing. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you? This was early in his career when he was winning tournament after tournament after tournament, leaving everybody in the dust. This is in the early days. And he always said, I can always get better. I can always get better. Uh, I, I'm not satisfied. He was never, I mean, literally there were golf experts. Like these guys are like, they've been in golf for hundreds of years. <laughs> they've seen every great golfer, Jack Nicholas, you know, I mean, every great golfer come and go. And they're literally saying that Tiger Woods has the perfect swing. It can't get any better. And he's saying, no, you're wrong. It can always get better. I think it doesn't even matter if he's reaching perfection or if he gets to perfection or if perfection exists or not. The point is the pursuit of perfection. That's what I want to share with you guys. That has literally made the difference in my success or unsuccess, failure, what have you, is my pursuit 
of always being an eternal learner. I may talk a lot of things about myself, uh, you know, and I may talk myself up, but uh, yeah, please make sure you smash that smash button. Love it, Silver Fox. Thank you so much. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's really, really important. I love those emojis. I, I love those emojis. <laughs> Dexter, I love it. It's so, so cool. It's so great. Flash in your pan. Yeah, baby. Look at that. It's hashtag flash fam in the house. Good to see you, brother. So good to see you. I hope you have a flash in your pan, my friend. Great channel over there. You want to talk about live streamers, man. Uh, Flash is one of the best in the business. So go check out his channel. He's got a great live stream, lively group. Uh, uh, say hello to all the boys for me, Flash. I really miss you guys, man. It's been insane on my end, just holding things down in Southern California. We're number one in COVID. I mean, we're literally ground zero with COVID. And, and I've just been super locked down. Uh, I mean, super locked down. We haven't gone really anywhere um, because I got a wife who has respiratory issues and my mother-in-law, you know, we just, I, my parents are in there, you know, very old. And so we've, we've had to really, really be careful, but it's so good to see you flash hashtag flash fam in the house. So yeah, the pursuit of perfection. Um, there is no such thing as perfection, but I love the pursuit of it. And so another thing that Daryl Eve said when he was on the show, he said, you know, one thing that one advice that he gave was try to do, and Mr. Beast does this try to pick one thing, you know, every single video that you do, try to improve on one thing for the next video. And by doing that, it's literally just the action that you take. It's literally just adopting that mentality of never, not never being satisfied, but just always trying to get better. Um, because I, I you know, I, I don't like that about myself either. I'm very hypercritical on myself. And I know a lot of us creators are, um, and if we're overcritical, it can, it can stifle us. Um, you know, and so I'm never satisfied with a video. I always think I could have done better, but I understand that, you know, uploading is more important than perfection and putting yourself out there is, is, is much better than overthinking. Uh, and so I, I still post, you know, I still post regularly. I still put out content every single day, practically. Um, even though I'm never satisfied, I don't think that's a good thing. But I, what, I, what I would like for uh, us to kind of, what I think is a good takeaway is the pursuit of that always trying to get better because complacency is literally death. As soon as you get complacent, it's game over, okay? I've seen it happen, not, with, not only with creators that I love, but with clients, uh, and these are professionals. I mean, these are professional businesses. I work with big businesses. I work with small SMBs, uh, small businesses, solopreneurs complacency is the death, right? And if you want to, one, one thing that's really, really interesting is, uh, yeah, if you have any mindset questions too, I talk a lot about anxiety and mindset on my channel too. Uh, feel free. Good to see you, Ahmed. Uh, fantastic. How do you control your OCD? Give me one second. Give me one second. Oh, look at this, Dexter. Dexter has a great quote uh, from Harriet Beecher Stowe. Never give up for that is just the time and place that the tide will turn. Yeah, I love that. I think that's absolutely fantastic. Um, so, so it's it's that pursuit, right, of of always trying to get better. I think that's the big takeaway: uh, is always trying to get better and and you know uh, not be too critical of yourself, but uh, don't be complacent uh, because complacency. And the thing that I was going to say before I get to uh, another question, the thing that I was going to say was, um, 
that, uh, oh God, I just lost it. Come on back. Come on back. Let me knock on my head a little bit. Oh, this is what I was going to say. If you want to be a YouTuber, if you want to be a live streamer, if you want to be a content creator, if you want to, uh, be a TikToker, you know, don't just say you want to do it to do it right. Just don't, don't do it for its own sake. Um, you know, take the time to study and take the time to learn your craft. Um, if it amazes me how many clients I have that, uh, you know, it just absolutely amazes me how many clients I have that, uh, you know, will say, I want to be, uh, I want to have my, my a presence on YouTube. Okay. Um, fantastic. Why? What have you, what have you seen from you? Do you, do you watch YouTube videos? Do you check them out? What do you like about YouTube? And they say, no, I don't watch YouTube videos. I've never watched a YouTube video. I just want to have a presence on there. Um, okay, I get it, but but you know one of the one of the things that would really really help is that you actually check out the platform that you want to be a part of and actually see what's working, what's not working, and don't just always think that somebody else can do it for you because even if somebody else does it for you, you have nothing to compare it to, you have nothing to measure it by, and you won't be able to give it a good assessment because you don't know anything about the platform. And so this is where I see a lot of businesses get uh, ripped off is they just hire somebody to do it for them. And they have no idea whether it's good or bad because they're saying, well, you know, I don't watch YouTube, but I know I need to be on YouTube. Well, not necessarily, not necessarily, not all the time. Um, and so for us as creators, it's important that we check out, you know, if you want to be on LinkedIn, what's working on LinkedIn, you want to be on YouTube, what's working on YouTube, you want to be on TikTok, what's working on TikTok. It's important to check that out and test it out for yourself. Yes, absolutely. Put yourself out there. Okay, Ahmed says, how do you control your OCD? I, I never control it. Um, I try to go beyond it. And uh, I've recognized that OCD is uh, an illusion, okay? Anxiety is that kind of ghostly fear monger, you know, that is not true. So calling fear on its bluff, calling OCD on its bluff. And, you know, what, what OCD will tell you is that if you don't wash your hands or if you don't turn the, the knob, uh, something will happen to you, right? It's mostly ritualistic. And then there's also the pure obsession OCD, which is, you know, and again, I want to caveat all this. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a clinical whatever. This is just my experience. I've studied the mind for over two decades, and I can answer any question about anxiety, depression, and OCD and what have you, because I've literally not only gone through it and practiced it and studied it, but I've researched the crap out of it, and I've really done a ton of work to understand this thing between your ears. Tommy Pavia in the house. Tommy Pavia in the house. Good to see you, brother. <laughs> you want to talk about uh, uh, energy, man. Tommy Pavia's got the serious energy. So, Ahmed, uh, I hope this answers your question, but it's really important to call fear on its bluff. You know, if you get a thought that says you have to do this or else, um, you need to escape, fight or flight. You need to get out of there or else you're going to die or else you're going to not breathe or else something bad's going to happen to your family or what else. Call fear on its bluff. The more you call him on his bluff, he will leave you alone. I'm giving fear a kind of, you know, sort of um, human kind of uh, intonation, but it's, it's literally that's, that's, that's what it is. Fear is, is an illusion. Um, you know, there's, there's natural fear. Like if you are in the woods and there's a bear in front of you, um, you're not going to have to think if this is real or not, your legs are going to move without your consent. You're going to run no matter what. 
Um, I'm talking about the kind of anxiety that's chronic and gets in your own way, right? And is constantly telling you, you suck. It's that dude inside your head who is constantly telling you that you're less than who you are. You're never going to get over this. You're da, 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 da. You need to do this and this and this. And it's crippling, right? That's the psychological mind. And so, um, by, by really uh, like, I like what, I like what Louise says. I, I really like what Louise says. Louise says here, um, danger is real uh, fear also not real how you face danger fear it or face it yeah i mean really calling it on its bluff and facing it is absolutely uh, uh the way to do it it's it's to really um uh not give in to that flight and really fight it and and and, and when i say fight it i don't mean try to get rid of the obtrusive thoughts and intrusive thoughts but not allow them to have any power over you Here's the key to anxiety thoughts and, and, and thoughts that, that you obsess over. You know, with a lot of OCD, it can kind of be like that. Um, is, uh, you, you know, you are not the thought, okay? So thoughts, thoughts come and go. Everything comes and goes, right? Uh, but you are here beyond the thought. And so don't, don't worry about thoughts. Thoughts, uh, uh, you know, we have 50,000 thoughts a day. If we took every thought that popped in our heads uh, seriously, we'd, we'd go insane. Uh, and so you have the power to interpret those thoughts or not to identify with those thoughts. More importantly, you have the power not to allow them thoughts to have sway over you. Now, I'm saying this after two decades of practice. And so if you start to go try to implement this, what's going to happen is you're going to see a little small uh, increase in confidence. And you're gonna be like, wow, this actually works. But then time will pass and you'll be like, oh my God, here it comes again. It's back. It's even worse than it was before. And so this takes vigilance. This takes constant practice. This takes, um, really being centered, uh, and, uh, following through on the conviction and the commitment that you are not going to let fear win. Okay. And I promise you, I promise you this too shall pass just like everything else in life. This too shall pass. I promise you that. If it comes and goes, how can it be real? If it comes and goes, how could it think about this? Everything comes and goes, right? Fear comes and goes. Happiness comes and goes. Uh, good times, bad times, dark, night, uh, summer, spring, life, death, everything comes and goes. I don't want to get too deep on this, but I talk a lot about this on my channel. What doesn't come and go? What's there before the thought? You need to discover this. I can't show you. I can't tell you. You need to discover this. Go somewhere quiet. Get away from the family. Go outside. Go near the uh, creek or, or out in the woods or something like that and just practice this and, and, and ruminate on this. Don't think. Don't think. Don't analyze. But just ruminate on that. What is Nez talking about? Everything comes and goes. But there's something here that witnesses all this coming and going. That's who you are. That's who we all are. Underneath all the kind of uh, myriad of changes, uh, male, female, boyfriend, girlfriend, worker, business owner, all the labels, underneath everything, we're all the same. We are all the same. We are all God inside. And I don't say God in the Christian sense, whatever your definition of that is. Some people call it the universe. Some people call it the force. 
Some people call it, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it. You can still call it God or Jesus or Allah, Muhammad, whatever. But we are all that thing inside underneath all those labels. And so um, if you discover this truth about who you really are, which is you are not your thoughts, you are not your anxiety, you are not your fear. If you go really deep into that, your whole world will change and you will never, ever have problems again. You'll still experience pain because pain is inevitable, but you'll never suffer again. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is a choice. Think about that. You can't go through life as a human being without experiencing pain. It's literally impossible. You can't go through life without experiencing pain. And guess what? Pain is okay. There's nothing wrong with pain. Suffering is a choice. What's the difference? Pain arises, okay, and we experience it. Suffering happens when we interpret the pain to mean something. We say, oh, okay, she broke up with me, for example. That must mean, here's, so that's pain. It sucks when somebody you really dig breaks up with you. But here comes suffering. This must mean you have Oedipal complex. This must mean you're weak. This must mean you're stupid. This must mean you're not worthy. This, that's where the, the interpretation of the pain causes suffering. You have power over the interpretation. You don't have power over the pain. It's how you interpret it. And I hate to break it to you, but there's a lot of things in life you have zero power over, right? I mean, I could have been born in Tunisia. I could have been uh, uh, African-American. I could have been a female. I could have been a midget. I could have been anything. Um, I, I don't know where my interests come from. I don't know why I love this more than anything. I don't know why I obsess over the things I obsess over. I have no idea why I like strawberries. They taste good. Yeah, but why do they taste good to me? And somebody else, they taste like garbage. There's a million and six things that you have zero control over in your life. Your sovereignty is your ability to choose what you give attention to. Your attention is your power. So you electrify those anxiety thoughts with attention, and that's how they have power, and they keep coming back and back and back and over and over and over. It's super, super important. That's literally all you need to know about mindset and anxiety. That's literally the whole kit and caboodle. I just gave it to you. That's literally the whole kit and caboodle. You don't need anything else. You don't even need to watch any more of my videos. I go in depth. Uh, I go in depth with this on uh, a lot of videos on my channel, but you don't even need to watch them because I just gave it to you. That's everything right there. Thank you so much, Dexter. Tommy says, give energy and time to the positive. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. See, you guys get it. I, I absolutely love this. I absolutely love this. You guys are on fire. Are you talking to me, Dexter? My other channel? I don't have another channel. Uh, if you're talking to me. I love it. By the way, if you're just joining us right now, please make sure you hit that like button. You're watching Office Hours with yours truly. Um, this is a show where we go live every single Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time where I answer all your questions. Leave your questions in the comments down below. Any questions at all. I am your personal branding coach, mindset messaging. Please leave your questions in the comments down below. Holy macadamia nut. Have we actually been live for an hour and a half? Oh no, just a little bit over an hour. Okay, fantastic. Very, very cool. Rougey, Rougey, am I late? You're always late. No, I'm kidding. You're not late. <laughs> That's just a joke. 
Uh, Flash says, I do wish my uh, rheumatoid arthritis, is that what that is, would leave my body, but I think I have to learn to live with that. Yeah, rheumatoid arthritis is not fun. I'm sorry to hear that, brother. Silver Fox, follow me here. Okay, cool. You guys are talking to each other. BB, thank you so much. Thank you so much, BB. Any other questions at all? Anything questions at all about mindset, branding, business, starting a business, growing a business, growing a brand, YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, podcasting, I don't care what it is. I'm here to ask, you can ask me anything. (laughs) Josephine really took that literally. (laughs) Do you think peanuts are nuts? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) You literally just took that. You took that literally. I love it. Josephine, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so glad you're a part of the Nez Nation family now. And I apologize for the terrible quality of the video. The terrible quality of the video. It's just awful. I don't know what happened here. Um, I usually have better quality than that, but I think I'm having a little bit of problem with my uh, Logitech Brio here. It's just not showing up well at all. And I've been kind of having some more problems. It looks very gray and and dismal. I don't know why. Um, So I apologize about that. Um, I'm not sure what's going on there. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I have no uh, I have no idea if a peanut is a peanut or not. I have no idea, but I know they taste good. Uh, Josephine has a, another... I do have a how-to on Clubhouse, Tommy. Go check out my channel. I do. I have a how-to on, uh, on, on Clubhouse, and I'm going to be dropping another video. If you're late, I'm going to be uh, uh, dropping another video tonight on really analyzing the pros and cons of whether or not you should be on Clubhouse. That's going to be dropping tonight. How do you come up with social media strategy? How do you know what platforms to go for? Do a lot of testing. Find out where you get a lot of engagement. Find out where your audience is. Sometimes, you know, I hate it when people say, you need to discover your audience. Go where your audience goes. Well, sometimes you don't know where they are. So test it out. It depends on how bad you want it. It depends on your goals. But test it out. Like try, you know, Facebook. Try a little Instagram. Try YouTube. Try them all. I think you should try TikTok. Why not? Um, it also depends on what your goals are with social media. Like, what do you want to try to do? If it's just to grow likes and followers, um, I don't know really if there's any value in just growing random followers and likes. If you actually want to grow your presence and engage and grow a thriving community, that's awesome. Excuse me. If you want to grow your business, grow your brand, that's awesome. If you want to grow your impact, that's awesome. And so if you love to inspire people and help people, that's awesome. So it's really important that you test out. And so I've been in this game for a very, very long time. And, uh, you know, I have found that my main audiences and where I get the most engagement is on YouTube, LinkedIn, and my podcast. I'm still on Facebook, Instagram, and other places, and Twitter. uh, But I use them for different tools and different reasons Um, but I am pretty much 1 billion percent all in on YouTube, especially over the last couple of years. Um, and so uh, I want to, I'm really getting the most uh, engagement on my YouTube channel. LinkedIn is where my business kind of eats, sleeps and breathes. Um, and I love LinkedIn, but, 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 uh, I'm really going all in. I love creating content on YouTube. Uh, I've been kind of playing around with TikTok a little bit. Um, but, uh, (laughs) Josephine, do you wear mascara? No, I don't. I get that. I've been getting that my whole life. And I apologize for my hair. I haven't gotten a haircut in literally like seven months. But no, I get that all the time. Do you do you wear mascara or, or eyeliner? I don't. I just have really thick eyelashes. It comes from my uh, 
you know, my Turkish uh, father, you know, from, from that uh, kind of background. Um, yeah, so, so it really, it really uh, depends on uh, where you want to, uh, oh, very cool, very cool. So it, it really, really depends, um, you know, where, you know, I think I, I'm really, uh, I'm really interested in, uh, I'm really interested in making sure that uh, uh, it's important to tell people to test, you should be testing out. What tools, okay, Dexter has a great question. What tools do you depend on to organize your brand? What do you do during the day planning? So here's how I'll give you exactly a day in the life of. So I literally, uh, I literally start my day, okay, with a lot of coffee. <laughs> and then I listen to podcasts that I love while I'm uh, uh, checking emails, checking in with clients, uh, returning emails, organizing my whole day. I've got client meetings pretty much all throughout the week. And I organize and get ready and get prepared for that. Uh, and so I start my day very early, 7 a.m., uh, and get prepared uh, for that. And I usually do that for about a couple of hours. Then I have a couple of client meetings. Uh, and then I'll do, you know, I'll take a break, uh, go take my kids on a little bike ride, get outside for a little bit. And then it's right back to work. It's literally right back to work. Uh, and, you know, obviously food in there, you know, um, you know, I eat lunch and breakfast or whatever. And I, I try not to eat a huge dinner, although I've, lately I've been eating way too much. I got to get back in shape. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, so uh, I'll do a ton of research and a ton of work on what kind of content I want to bring out. Um, and the tools that I use uh, for organizing my content and all that, I use a lot of notes on my phone, uh, notes on my desktop. Um, it's very not, I don't really use like, I, I know a lot of people use Trello and a lot of people use um, Slack or things. I don't really use any apps per se. To, to help me get organized other than like my scheduling app. I use Acuity and, and, and also um, just email and, and, and really Microsoft Office uh, cloud. Um, I mean, and that's really pretty much it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing a ton of research on videos that I want to bring to you guys. Thumbnails, I spend hours, sometimes days on thumbnails, and I'm still not happy with any of my thumbnails. I mean, literally, there's never a thumbnail that I'm like, okay, cool, I'm so happy with this. Um, usually it's passable and I'll, I'll put it out there, but I work hours and hours and hours on thumbnails. Um, and I'm just trying to bring the best content that I can and, uh, building my email list. Um, I use, I do use ConvertKit. I have a link in the description. If you want a free trial, I use ConvertKit for my email platform. Um, building my email list, uh, sending emails to my email list, making sure that they're getting the value. Um, the pinned comment on YouTube, if you want to join our email list, which I deliver the best content on planet earth, right to your inbox, make sure you do that. Uh, and so, and then just spending time with family. I don't really like go to bars. I never even did that before COVID. I don't really go to nightclubs. I'm just an old dude who really is a family guy. And I really only spend time with my family. I'm not really proud of that. I've lost a lot of connections with my friends, which is why Clubhouse has been so perfect to kind of reconnect with people and reconnect with my friends and everything. Uh, but uh, I'm not proud of that. Like, I'm really not proud of that. Like, I literally, I used to make fun of my dad when I was a kid because my dad never hung out with his friends. 
And like, you know, when you're young growing up, it's like, how could you not hang out with your friends? Like that was everything in your 20s and even maybe even uh, late 20s, right? But then, you know, as soon as I became married and had a dad, and I, now I realize why my dad never hung out with his friends. He doesn't have any time. Like I run businesses. I'm running a media company. Like Professor Nez and Nez Nation, I consider it a media company. Whether it's small or big doesn't matter. I'm, this is taking most of my time and I got to give time to my family. And I'm not the guy to ask for a work-life balance because I literally work 24-8 and I'm still working on that. So that's pretty much my whole day. I mean, that's literally what I do day in and day out. And I mean seven days a week. And we obviously have our live stream every Sunday. So uh, Ruji, I hope I'm saying that right. Is it Rugi or Ruji? Give me a one if it's Rugi. Give me a two if it's Ruji. I want to say that right. If I get a lot of audience on Facebook, will it be a bad idea when I delete all those except Facebook? I don't know why you would have to delete it. Just pay more attention to Facebook. You don't have to delete it necessarily. Why would you want to delete it? Um, I definitely agree that you should spend more time on the platforms where you're getting the most engagement. Uh, for whatever that goal is, um, you should definitely spend more time and focus on the platform that gives you the most engagement. Um, but, uh, I don't know why you would want to delete, uh, your other platforms. I don't think there's a reason that you, you need to delete. I hope that helps. Uh, I don't know if that does Two. Okay. So it is, it is Ruji. Okay. Fantastic. It is Ruji. Great. Fantastic. Uh, so yeah, so Dexter, I hope that helps. Uh, I really, I really hope that helps. If you're just coming in, you're watching office hours, with Professor Nez, we go live every Sunday, 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Oh, and you know what? Because I was running late today, I didn't even have a chance to blast my email list about the live show. So Josephine was saying, how come nobody's here? That might have a lot to do with it because I didn't even have time to, to broadcast uh, my, uh, my email list. And so, uh, yeah, but I'm happy with the people who are here. I'll tell you that. Vector in the house. Hybrid Steel, good to see you. Uh, good to see you, Mike. Um, so, so uh, let's see. We got another question here. Josephine says, "I'd love to hear you open up more about past struggles that caused your anxiety." Uh, thank you so much, Josephine. Yeah, past struggles. You know, a lot of people have heard this before, but uh, yeah, I was. It was a mental hell. It was a mental hell. Um, uh, there were days that I, I didn't even want to leave the house. There were days where I thought I would be Hamlet. And literally asked the question to be or not to be. There were there was a lot of struggles with mental health and anxiety, and I went to every single doctor. Uh, I took every single medication. None of it worked. Nothing worked until I actually took ownership of my own life, which is why I rail on education so much. Which is why I rail on people who depend on the government to save their lives, who depend on institutions to save their lives. You are the only one you should depend on. Self-reliance, as our great American authors, Emerson and Whitman, you are the sovereign of your own destiny. You are the master of your own domain. Don't depend on anybody. If you depend on the government, if you actually think that whoever is president is going to make a difference in your life, you're lost. If you depend on institutions to make a difference in your life, you're lost. Because even if you go to Harvard University, it's up to you to do something with that information and that education. The professors will share, hopefully, some great information, but it's up to you to take it to the next level. It's up to you to actually execute and actually apply what you've learned. 
So I'm not saying that medication doesn't work for other people. I've, I've got a lot of friends, colleagues where, you know, medication works, but it's more of a, um, symptom. It doesn't really, uh, attack the root of the issue. So it's more like just clipping, right? The, uh, the, the hedges or clipping the, uh, the leaves and branches when what I kind of hope to advocate is really axing it at the root, the root cause. And so, uh, it was hell from 18 to 29, 10 straight years. I was living in hell. My mind was completely dominating over me and fear and anxiety was a constant from the moment I woke up to the moment I closed my eyes and went to bed. I was living in hell. I'm surprised I didn't take my own life, to be honest. I'm extremely surprised. I know a lot of people who wouldn't have been able to withstand that. Now, I'm not saying that my anxiety and I'm not saying that my, you know, uh, problems are gone, but they're not as voluminous as they used to be. They're not uh, insane monsters as they used to be. Uh, and so um, what do I mean by taking ownership of my own life? You know, when I was 22, 23, I decided that I'm going to do everything I can to learn about this thing within my, uh, in my cranium. And so I studied the mind. I studied Western psychology practices. I studied Eastern methodologies and practices. And I researched and I practiced and I researched and I practiced and I failed and I succeeded and I failed and I succeeded. Um, and it was just a living hell. But, but every year I started getting better because it wasn't until I took ownership of it and really kind of discovering I think the most liberating day of my life was when I fully embraced the truth that I don't have to take this guy seriously. That was like heaven to me. That changed everything to me. As soon as I realized I don't have to take the dude inside my head seriously, who says, you suck, you're going to die, you're da 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 da, you're not good enough, you're not this enough, you're not all those things, um, everything changed. That I was beyond thought, everything changed. And so I really, really hope that that uh, uh, kind of, I don't know, I, ho I don't know what that does. I hope that helps. But uh, um, it's the same, you know, same thing I try to teach in my classes, which is, you know, really taking ownership of your life. Don't depend on anybody. Um, you know, another thing too, I don't know if you guys can see this, but uh, here's another example of that. If you can see that scar right there on my elbow. Um, I had a bone disease when I was a kid. I had a really horrific accident and I had a compound fracture on my arm and I had osteomyelitis, which is a rare bone infection and it's almost impossible to treat. Or so I thought every doctor that I went to, I went to millions of doctors, millions of dudes and dudettes and white coats, all telling me you're going to have to deal with this for the rest of your life. Uh, it was horrifically painful. It was horrifically um problematic and I had multiple, multiple surgeries. It wasn't until I actually researched and I actually took ownership of it and I went on my own outside of my health network and found somebody who was literally the Mozart of orthopedic surgery. He was the Mozart of musculoskeletal infections. And Dr. Searney, who is dead now, he had pancreatic cancer. He died five years ago. Dr. Searney was my angel. And you know, you know, knock on wood, I haven't had to deal with osteomyelitis. I've been cured for over 10 years now. And uh, it was an absolute blessing. But another example, we take everything that we think these so-called people who are in authority positions, we take it too seriously without ever questioning it. 
I'm the only professor on planet earth that says this to my students. I guarantee there's no other professor that says this on planet earth on the very first day of class. I tell all of my students, I want you to think I'm full of, and why would I tell my students? I want you to think I'm full of crap because I don't want them to just take everything I'm saying for gospel. I want them to question it, find out for themselves investigate, critically think about it. Does it have value? You know, that's, that's what being a human being is all about. Critical discernment, critical thinking, coming up with your own solutions based on thought, reason, and analyzation. Um, you know, because of what I've gone through in my life, because of what I've gone through, you know, trying to trust authority figures and just taking their word for gospel. I'm not saying you go around. I'm not saying that you go around and distrust everybody. I'm not saying that you walk around paranoid and just like, okay, I should, I should question everything. No, I'm saying, trust your intuition. Your intuition is your ultimate guide. There were times that I trusted doctors. I trusted authority figures, not just doctors. And it went against my intuition, but because they had those fancy degrees, because they had all these fancy recommendations, um, I, I took them seriously. I took them seriously and I suffered. I went against my intuition. You don't need Professor Nez. You don't need anybody. You have the ultimate guide in your chest. You have the ultimate professor that lives inside you. Um, the problem is we're not taught. There's no cultivation in our universities and schools on how to listen to your intuition. They'll teach you algebra. They'll teach you history. They'll teach you science. They'll teach you um, geography and geology, but they won't teach you how to be a human being. They won't teach you how to be self-reliant. They won't teach you the, the, the human side of learning. They just, I think they just assume that you're going to learn that on your own, which blows my mind. Um, and so I, I really hope that that, I hope that inspires you. I hope that makes sense. Uh, I really shared a lot there. I don't think I've ever shared any of that on a live stream. And so thank you, Josephine, for allowing me to share that. Um, but uh, it's very, very important that you trust your intuition. If you trust your int intuition, you are bulletproof. Nobody will ever be able to stop you again. You go on Clubhouse and you hear all these experts talk about millions being a millionaire um, how to use LinkedIn, how to use YouTube, how to master the internet, how to invest, um, mindset motivation. You go on the, you go on these rooms and you hear all this stuff by so-called experts, just because they have expert next to their title or their name doesn't mean you need to take everything they say for gospel, including me, including me. I don't want you to take anything I'm saying for gospel. Trust your own intuition. That is your kingdom, your kingdom. What did Jesus say? The kingdom of God is within. What does that mean? Trust yourself. Trust yourself. I'm not getting religious. I'm the least religious person on the planet. Okay, I'm just, but I respect truth. I'll tell you that much. And I can see truth when I see it. I can definitely see truth when I see it. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Josephine, oh, I apologize. <laughs> Josephine says, don't scream, Naz, you scared the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, Mike, it's gonna it's gonna happen. I, I'd be shocked if they're not working it out with the developers right now. Um, I'd be absolutely shocked, but uh, it's gonna happen uh, for sure. There's no way that they're just gonna be like, oh, we're just gonna keep this to iOS. Um, so, so it's it's gotta happen. Let me just send a message here. I'm getting a text message from my wife real fast. I apologize. So yeah, it's yeah. I don't. I, it's weird to me that it's only on uh, iOS, but I, I think that's going to change. Uh, I definitely think that's going to change. A lot of people have been uh, talking about this, and so very, very important stuff. Hey guys, uh, I just want to say uh, one quick thing, uh, which is uh, that I I am so so thankful and grateful for you guys. Um, you guys absolutely mean the world to me. It really means a lot to me that you come join me here every single Sunday. Uh, I, I really, really appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. But, uh, you know, in the pinned comment, if you want to always be notified when a new video comes out, a new live stream, a new podcast, a new article that will help you earn more, grow faster, and stress less, join that newsletter because it's huge. You're watching Office Hours with yours truly. And we go live every single Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Uh, uh, Eastern Time. And this is a live Q&A where we answer all your questions, any questions that you have at all. And if you want me to answer questions for next week, uh, feel free to DM me on Instagram uh, and say, hey, Nez, could you, add, uh, could you, uh, uh, <laughs> too much coffee, way too much coffee. I don't even need coffee. I've got so much crazy energy anyway. I love the taste of coffee, though. I love it. Just gives me that nice. Uh, it just gives it to me. Um, and so, really, really important. Uh, you know, make sure that if you do have any questions uh, that you would like me to um, answer for next week, uh, or, or you know, you know, the show's coming up on Sunday, and maybe you want to post it on. Uh, maybe you want to post it on um, Friday or Saturday. Send me a DM on Instagram and say, hey, Nez, I have a question. Can you answer this on your show? And I will. The reason I, I like to get questions beforehand too, not only live as well, but beforehand too, is because, you know, it will help somebody else. Your question that you ask me before we go on air, which I'll address and I'll give you credit for, not only is it a shout out to you, which is really cool, but your question will probably more than likely help others. The reason I love doing live Q&As as well as interviews, right? We had Daryl Eves on the show is because it's Professor Nez. So, so my, my, um, and I don't know why I don't have, I don't know why I don't have actually the, 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 the kind of whole full, I think it might've been me. I just don't have the, uh, so it's Professor underscore Nez on Instagram. And, um, that's my, uh, so I'll bring it up right here. That's my, uh, that's my handle right there is, uh, Professor Nez right here. Professor Nez on Instagram. <laughs> I got to do this. Uh, and so please, please feel free to ask me a DM. I'm going to take off here in a little bit, but, um, please, please make sure that you hit subscribe. Uh, please make sure that you, um, hit the bell notification because that clubhouse video is going to drop tonight. And I would love for you guys to smash that smasher. And I would love for you guys to uh, really, really uh, give it some support because it would uh, it would mean the world to me. 
Um, I just said it. I just it's on the screen right now, uh, Vector. It's on the screen right now. Professor underscore Nez. That's my Instagram. So go check out my Instagram, follow me there. And then I think the only way that I get your message is if you follow me first, because when I don't get your messages, it's usually from people outside the network. So make sure you follow then post your question. Thank you so much. Chris Jones in the house. Chris Jones media in the house. Thank you so much, Dexter. I really, really appreciate that. And thank you for sharing that link, man. You are the the mod of all mods, man, Dexter. I can't tell you, you Sweeney. Uh, Darlene, I'm so I'm so appreciative of you guys being uh, uh, the mods. It really means a lot to me. Uh, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, really, really powerful. And by the way, you see those cool badges next to Joseph's name? If you want to become a member of my channel, support this channel, but also get access to me, we're going to do be a lot of perks, a lot of private coaching, private live streams in our private Facebook, our members-only Facebook Make sure you hit that join button down below. Uh, I would really, really appreciate it. And so I've got all sorts of cool badges, cool emojis um, for members only. And plus, the most important thing at all is you get private coaching from me, Professor Nez. So make sure that you click that join button. Uh, and I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Okay, guys, it's been an absolute honor being here with you guys. I love you. I love you. Have an absolute wonderful, wonderful day. And I'll see you guys real soon. Thank you, guys. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. Look, if you like what we're talking about and how we're talking about personal branding and how to get your message out there so you can impact your audience, I would love for you to come join our live stream chat. We go live every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time, and I would love for you to be there. Make sure you come hang out with us so you can be a part of this awesome Nez Nation family and be there live. Go over to youtube.com forward slash Professor Nez or go to professornez.com forward slash live streams so you can be a part of the chat. We've got an amazing community of live streamers, podcasters, content creators, business owners, coaches, trainers, educators. I mean, you name it, gamers. We've got a, an amazing, awesome, killer, bringing more humanness to this digitalness. And I want you to be a part of it. You are more than welcome. We are rolling out the red carpet. Come hang out with us and come join us. And if you like this episode, or if you like other episodes like it, please, it would really mean the world to me if you could write us a review on iTunes. That's where it really counts the most. Even if you're listening to this on Spotify or Google Podcasts or wherever you're listening to it, it would mean the most to us if you could write us a review on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you guys next time.